Uh, well, for the last four weeks, we've been looking at God's love for us. Our series has been called Loved and Sent, but for the last three weeks, we've just been talking about that first word, love. And we were reminded in our first week that God's love makes us who we are. It is God's love which defines us, and it is in his love which we find our identity. And over the last three weeks, uh, we've looked in the three ways that God has shown his love to us. In the first week, we saw God's love for us in the manger. As God came to be with us, born in the humble manger, he was present with us. And in that presence, we see his love for us. And then in the second week, we saw God's love for us in the cross, where he died for our sins, where he pardoned, that is, he forgave us all of our sins. That was an amazing display of love. And then last week, we saw God's love for us in the crown of glory that he wears, as he is king over all creation, as he is reigning and ruling it's a love with strength and grit. And so the next time you're, you're doubting God's love or you're wondering about his love for you or you're trying to explain God's love to someone who hasn't heard it before and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what to say. I'm not that smart. I don't know how I can explain God's amazing love. Just remember the manger, the cross, and the crown, his presence, his pardon, and his power. And you know the story, the story of God's love. Well, that's what we've been talking about for the last three weeks. You... Each and every one of you are loved by God, and there's that love that makes you who you are. But today, we're going to take a look at God's sending of us. We are loved by God with an amazing love, but we are also sent by him out into the world to share that love. Our reading for today from 1 John chapter 3, put it this way. It's on page 8 if you would like to flip there. Um, the, the opening words that we heard from John chapter 3 verse 11 says this, For this is the message you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another. And then skipping ahead in verse 16, the next paragraph, uh, John goes on to write this. This is how we know what love is, that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions or sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. You see, today we are reminded that we are sent by God to love one another. That is his call on us. And, and not just love in, in speech or in talk, in words, but in action, in deed, and in truth. Having experienced the amazing love of Jesus, which we've seen the last three weeks, we are now sent by God out into the world to love in his name. And, and quite honestly, we spent three out of the four weeks talking about that first word, love, because you aren't sent until you first received that love. So first the loving, then the sending. But, but to be sent by God is a part of who we are as Christians. It is a part of our identity. It's not optional. Uh, God doesn't say here, you know, it would be awfully nice if you tried loving one another. You know, you know get, just give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, forget about it. No big deal. No, he just says, love one another uh, in deed and in truth. And so we are sent by God to serve and to sacrifice just as we've been loved by Jesus. But as we talk about our sending today, I would like for us to, to remember two things as we talk about that identity that we have as God's sent children. I'd like for us to remember two things. And, and the first thing I would like for us to remember is that you, you are sent with the security of God's love. That God is sending you out full of his love in the security of his love for you. That his love is not contingent upon uh, the quantity or the quality of your work. 
but that you are loved with an amazing love that isn't going anywhere, that God's love for you is not going to change. It has made you who you are, and it defines you. And even if you should go out in his name and, and mess up and fail, which we always do, that his love remains the same. We are sent with the security of God's love for you. And that when God said on the cross, it is finished, he meant it. And full of that security of who he has made us, he then sends us out into the world uh, with that security of his love. Now, I think that this reality has some very practical implications for us. Because on those days when you come home exhausted and worn out, uh, having been sent by God, and you return at the end of the day just tired and broken, when you feel like you are spinning your wheels, doing the best you can, but you're just not getting anywhere, or when you feel like you are pouring your love into someone, maybe it's a friend or a child, and you just feel like you're not getting anywhere, or, or they're responding in anger, and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, what's the point of all this? You know, why is God sending me out only to, to, to put roadblocks in front of me and, and to bring me down? On those days, remember that you are sent with security, that you have God's love, and it is that love that makes you who you are. Be at peace. Again, knowing that God's love for you, that your worth does not come from the quantity or the quality of your work, but that your worth comes from the work of Jesus on the cross. And when you are broken and worn out and tired and wondering and questioning what's going on or you don't know how to love or who to love, just remember, be at peace, that you are sent with security, that God's love for you isn't going anywhere. Uh, The second thing I want us to remember as we talk about what it means to be sent comes to us from Martin Luther. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, Pretty famous guy. He said this, when it comes to our sending. He says, God doesn't need your good works. As you go out to serve and to sacrifice in the the name of Jesus, Martin Luther reminds us that God doesn't need our good works. After all, what can I do for God that he can't already do himself, right? He created the world. He put the stars in the sky. He placed the moon exactly where he wanted it. Uh, And there's nothing that you or I can give to God that isn't already his or that he hasn't first given to us. And So as we go out to serve and sacrifice in the name of Jesus, Martin Luther reminds us that God, he doesn't need our good works. Uh, But then he finishes his phrase by saying this, God doesn't need your good works, but your neighbor does. God doesn't need you to do anything for him, but in his infinite wisdom, um, he chooses to use us to serve the people around us, that he has placed uh, particular people in our paths that need us, that need us to share his love with them. Martin Luther, I think, rightly reminds us that God doesn't need our good works, that there's nothing we can do for God, there's nothing we can do to earn or to deserve his love, but he has chosen to use us to serve and to sacrifice, to provide for the needs of those that he has placed in our lives. Again, this, I think this has very practical implications because on those other days, not when you're feeling worn out and broken and tired, but on the other days when you're feeling content to sit back on the couch with your feet up, living a life of comfort and luxury, uh, when you are thinking to yourself and you, you watch the, the news on the TV and you see all of the brokenness on the world and you just kind of shrug your shoulders and think, ah, so what? Or when you look at the needs of your church or your community and um, you think to yourself, you know what? Someone else will take care of it because someone al- else always takes care of it. Why do I need to, to get up and do anything about it? On those days, we need the, the challenging reminder that God doesn't need our good works, but other people do. That God has put people in our path that need us to love them and sacrifice and serve them. We need that challenging reminder that God uses each and every one of us in big and little ways to share his love. God doesn't need our good works, but our neighbors, they do. 
Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, but, but who is my neighbor, right? Or, or maybe you are very excited about this and you're like, all right, I'm sent by God. I'm going to go take a trip to Africa or Asia or the Middle East now because I am sent. And I would say maybe that's the case, uh, but usually not. Uh, most of us don't need to go to Asia or Africa or the Middle East. There's plenty of people that God has placed in our lives right here that he has sent us to. Well, I will say I think it's good for us as a, as, as a church to know about the needs on the other side of the world and to be praying for them and to be involved in them and supporting global needs. But, but most often, most of us aren't called to be full-time world-traveling missionaries. Uh, but all of us do have people right in our very own lives right now that God has sent us to, particular real people that he has placed in our lives uh, that we can love, that we can serve and to sacrifice for. Now, I don't know specifics for each of you, and if you're wondering, Pastor, okay, so what job should I take or what volunteer organization should I join? I don't have those answers, but I do think that broadly speaking, each of us has four areas, four groups of people uh, that we are sent to. Uh, Jesus very often in the scripture says, love your neighbor, right? And, And for most of us, these are the four main groups that make up our neighbors. So first, we are each sent to a particular church. You are here today in a a local body of Christ full of people that God has placed in your paths for you to love. And there are people sitting in the pews around us today that God has sent us to. Each of you has needs and he has placed all these people around you this morning to help care for those needs. And as a body of Christ, as a church, we are sent to love one another. Again, we don't have to go very far. They're, They're around you right now and God has sent you to love. And for each of you, that's going to look different of how you love your church family. Uh, but it might just mean showing up at church on Sunday to encourage one another and be encouraged uh, by our brothers and sisters in their presence. It might mean putting o- money in the offering plate to continue the ministry and the work that goes on here. Uh, it might mean showing up at someone's door with a, a, a plate full of cookies that you baked at the home of a shut-in who doesn't have too many people in their life. But God has sent you to a, to a church, not to Asia or Africa, but, but right here, Living Christ Lutheran Church. God has sent you and placed you amongst people who need your love. And then God has also given us families, uh, children, grandchildren, parents, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews, and even if your family isn't that big, maybe, you, maybe in your family you include your very close friends and other people, but God has put people in your life for you to love. And maybe for you that just means the way that you can show love to your family is by changing the diaper of your kid or your grandkid. That is a sacrificial act of love. Again, you don't have to, to go out to be a missionary, showing love in small little ways, in deed and in truth, as, as we're reminded of. And then God has also given us jobs, careers, full-time, part-time, full of people, real people, particular people who, who need our love that God has sent us out to. And then he's placed us in communities where we live, our physical neighbors, the people at the coffee shop that we stop at every morning, or the dry cleaners, uh, the people in our community that need our our acts of love. God has surrounded us with plenty of people that he has sent us to, to love. Now, I, I was going through this list and thinking about all the people in my life that God has sent me to uh, that I don't need to travel very far for. And I was going through all these four lists and thinking about all the people. And then I began to think uh, about all of you and all the people that you are sent to. And uh, I was reminded of how God is using us both individually but then as a church and all the places that he has sent us to. And, and so I, I took a look at our area. Uh, this is a map of our, of our local area, by no means exhaustive of where we are sent to. Uh, but here, and, and there we are in the middle. 
right there in the middle, 625 East Dundee. There's Living Christ Lutheran Church. And that is some place that God has sent us to love. Uh, that's just one of the places. But um, what about up here? Does anyone live north of church? Maybe not exactly in this area, but do we have anyone here that lives north of church somewhere? Okay, yeah, a few of you. Uh, well, that is somewhere that we are sent to love. And there are real people there full of real needs that God has sent us to. Um, what about south of church? Anyone southeast? Yeah, Gilda, a few. Okay, yeah, we have some people over here. That is one of the places that God has sent us to love. Not necessarily Asia or Africa, but, but right there. What about Palatine? Do we have anyone here that lives in the Palatine area? Okay, a few of you burners up there. Good, that is some place that God has sent us to share his love. What about Long Grove area? Anyone live or work or shop in Long Grove ever? There's a coffee shop there that I, I go to occasionally. A few of you, yeah, Susan, Long Grove. That is some place full of real people that need us, and God has sent us there to meet those needs. Um, let's see where else. Uh, maybe down Lake Cook Road, there's people that we are called to love. Maybe just uh, northwest of here, down Dundee Road, Hawthorne Woods, uh, all the way up there. Uh, there's some people in, in the Deer Park area, I know, over here that need God's love. And if we were to really kind of stop and think about it, if we had time, Mount Prospect, that's where my parents live. That's my family. I'm sent to love them. And if we were to take time and ask each and every one of us today, I think we would fill this map up pretty quickly of all the places that we shop and go to and serve and live. And pretty soon we would see that we are sent uh, all over the place. Again, we don't have to go anywhere. Uh, but God has placed people in the midst of our paths whom we are sent to love. And having received that amazing love of Jesus that we've talked about the last three weeks and his, and his manger and his cross and his crown as he is present with us, as he has pardoned us, as he is powerful and ruling over us today, having received that amazing love which makes us who we are, he now fills us and sends us out in our community. Brothers and sisters, you are loved by God and you are sent with that security that his love isn't going anywhere. You are loved and you are sent by him. In Jesus' name, amen.